Brisbane, congratulations. This is the last time that you have to be annoyed by us because our live Little Dum Dum Club is happening this Sunday, March the 1st. Where's it going down, Carl? It's at the Brisbane Sit-Down Comedy Club. I, yes. I forgot where it was. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. Um, sort that out by the day. Yeah. You could know properly where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Then you do your solo show all week in yes, Brisbane. Yes, March 3rd till 8th at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Tickets and info for all that stuff, littledumdumclub.com. Then we are on to Adelaide, Adelaide March get, 15. Get your shit together. Sunday, March 15. We're on the Pull last day of the out. Adelaide Fringe Festival, so we're going to have a big old time. We're bringing over Dilruck, Jaya Singer, so that's going to be fun. Plus we've got some big, big, big name special guests dropping in. That's going to yep. be awesome. And then straight after that, I think at 8.30, I, I'm going to do my first performance of Carl Chandler, world's greatest and best comedian. Yep. And then uh, for all of Melbourne, all of the comedy festival, you guys know the deal by now. Every Sunday afternoon, the drunk cast on Sunday the 19th that you can only get into if you have a ticket for one of the other shows. Go to the website, littledumdumclub.com. Tickets are only 20 bucks. It comes to the live show. Definitely worth seeing at least one because you get that free ticket after that to go to the drunk cast. So definitely come, say hi. Have a, have a great time. It's going to be fun. Live shows are so good. And yeah. then um, come and say hi afterwards if you want to do that because we're always cool and keen to do that. And also our gigs all month. Uh, Tommy Daslo, Cutie Pie, 7pm at the Imperial, followed by... Carl Chandler, world's greatest and best comedian at 9.45 at the Victoria Hotel. Yeah. Finally, very quickly, thanks to everyone who's watched uh, me and Tom Ballard's pilot fully furnished. If you haven't checked that out yet, sbs.com.au slash comedy is where you can find that. Ronnie Chang is in it. It's a lot of fun. Thanks to the person who said... Uh, surprising that you had the money in the budget to get a prosthetic gut put on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. And uh, finally, Carl, I've got something that I need to tell you. Okay. What's happening? Oh, the plug's gone a bit long. I'll tell you in Brisbane. Oh, okay. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, now, the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, I'll take questions on this. <laughs> yes, so you're in it. Yes. What was your experience like? <laughs> really horny. <laughs> Okay. It was, it was Austin Powers for Fifty Shades of Grey. If anything, it played down my real life. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's out. The movie's out. There's I don't know if you've seen. There's a bit of people have a bit of criticism about it that it sort of isn't an honest portrayal of those kinds of relationships. Okay. That it's kind of it's kind of not accurate. It kind of just basically is domestic abuse. There's right. like all sorts of things of anyway, whatever. So there's been a big thing of like I know some people who want to see it out of curiosity but are very opposed to the idea of giving money to it, yep. you know. So a friend of mine watched a copy of it the other day, a, uh, a downloaded copy, like a, a, f- a filmed in the cinema oh. version of it. <laughs> that's, that's quite funny because it's sort of like filming a porno in the cinema, well, like among people that are... This oh, is well, it. This, this right. is it. So she said she's getting halfway through and she's like, well, you know, the quality's pretty shitty, but, you know, I'm getting the gist of it. I'm yep. sort of getting what I wanted out of this. Yep. And then, like you know, half an hour in or whatever, she hears a bit of a bit of belt unbuckling <laughs> behind the camera. Isn't that wild? Behind the what? Do you think the cameraman was? That's what. She, that's what she's led me to no believe. No way. That's what she's led me to believe. <laughs> that is unprofessional. I I love the idea of someone going in, 
this is his job. You yeah. Know, his job is he sells this footage on to, yeah. you know, to bootleggers. Yeah. He makes a killing off the black He's in market. some Bangkok cinema. He's yeah. in the Bangkok Hoyts. Yeah. So <laughs> in one of those bean bags, in one of those gross <laughs> Mac screens they have. Yeah, yeah. In the, the Moonlight Cinema in, uh, <laughs> so in Ho Chi Minh. He's yeah. there. And he's just like, okay, this is good. This is just another day at the office. Just bootlegging this film. Going to make some good money off this. And then he's like halfway through and he's like, it's actually making me pretty horny. <laughs> I know I've got a job to do here, but surely no one's going to. And it's, and it's doubly arousing because he's watching that on screen and also going, I am getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, because when she texted me that, I was like, keep me updated. Because I wanted to know if he's, does he just... Does he just completely give up the act and by the end he's like, oh, I'm loving this. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, man, I'm fascinated by that. That is incredible. Wow, guys, if there's anyone out there that does bootleg movies for a living and has masturbated whilst doing it. <laughs> Phone in right Phone now. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, today Because I, I think show, we've guessed oh, your secret sound already, yeah. so, yeah. Today on the show, uh, two returning guests. First of all, you know him from Fancy Boy and from Dirty Laundry Live. It's Greg Larson. Yay! Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. I, um, I have done that in a movie, so, yeah, good. Have you... Re- um, you've... What, you've bootlegged one or you've... Bootlegged and jerked off. In, oh, in a at the same time yeah. or independent, two separate days? Oh, like but both at the same time, several <laughs> times. It was like, the, you know the Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that the ooze? Yeah. <laughs> that was the secret of the ooze. <laughs> also joining us, maybe one of the biggest gaps in returning guests oh. in the program's history. I think we scared him off last time. <laughs> a very long time coming. Uh, he's from the new show Maximum Choppage, which starts uh, is on now, Tuesdays on the ABC. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Lawrence Long. Hello, Yay. dickheads. Yeah, I've masturbated in the cinema too to the Lego movie. Oh, so, uh, I love Lego. Yeah, just really into the nostalgia. <laughs> just taking the nostalgia card a little bit too See, far. See, that's the thing. It's uh, like That's good. That's funny when you say that. When Greg said that, I'm like, okay, so did that happen or not? Like, that's, <laughs> I, I honestly right. don't know. Because <laughs> I, re- I reckon you've got worse stories than that. Than masturbating, than masturbating in a, in a, movie. In a movie and bootlegging I, at the same well, time. Yeah, that may be that may be true, but I ne- I never have masturbated. In it. I've heard someone masturbate in a movie. I was in a movie that someone masturbated in, and that see, was... I just I don't get it. Like you've got to ha- like, why do you need to do that in the movies? There's in the, the internet. Like, the yeah, internet. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess it's the thrill of like maybe it, being it caught. would be it would that would be it. It would be the thrill of possibly getting caught and like the, just the smell of popcorn maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I've told this on the show before, but a friend of mine uh, had sex in a cinema once, and he was telling me about it, and he's like, "Man, it was it was great. It was like she kind of just like I was like, how 'How'd you do it?'" And she's like, "She kind of sat on my lap, and then you know." So I could. I was just uh, so it was an opening night of like Jurassic Park. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it's the premiere. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, oh, so what movie was it? And he goes, Capote. Oh. The Philip Seymour Hoffman oh. playing Truman Capote. Wow. And so because she's on his lap, he can just he's just looking past, just yeah. getting a bit of Philip Seymour Hoffman in his view. Just a bit of. Fat, white, pasty man. Yeah, as he's doing that. With a really horrible voice. That's pretty weird. You've got to pick your movie at the very least. You can't just assume because you're in the cinema that it's on. You know what I mean? Maybe that's that's sort of a bit of a badge of honour for his partner because it's like, look, I'm still hard despite the fact (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching this. That's very true. If anything's going to put me off, it's that guy. I once went on a date to like that movie Beneath Hill 60. (laughs) What's that movie? It's like an Australian movie about the Anzacs. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. And, you, know, and you went like on a date there. <laughs> yeah, and it started like it started getting pretty. And uh, there's a point where I was like. Oh look! Full respect to the Anzacs. We better stop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> better, just, better just watch the movie, or at least be silent for a minute as you're doing it. Have you? What about you? So, Lawrence, you've you know you've had a number of shows on the TV, and uh, you know, like I've had. I'm sure people have had this happen. You're hanging out with someone, you know, that you're interested in. You got the TV on. You know, you start start hooking up with someone. You just, you know, you have a bit of a make out with someone while the TV's on. <laughs> you kind of have a bit of weird stuff going on in the background. I don't know. Is this a common thing? <laughs> You've been hooking up with someone and then you sort of... Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And then you hear like a weird ad, like you hear a talking yeah. dog on the TV yeah. and you kind of both laugh and you're like, oh, this is weird, we should, let's turn this off. Yeah. You ever had any stories like that come back yeah, to you? Uh, choose uh, your own adventure style? I kind of uh, don't want to lose the narrative and by narrative I mean the TV show, not what's happening at the time. But I, I do I do sort of get distracted by TV a lot, especially if it's during sex or m- music. If the radio is on, I start to... A, either think in terms of the lyrics of the song yeah. or I, I want to turn it off because it's the it's ruining the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think like Especially when it changes mid. Like, say so you, you're watching something that's sort of like white noise and all of a sudden you've got bananas and pyjamas coming on. You're yeah. like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Yeah, okay, it's a little bit wrong. Yeah. I think, uh, I like, people who get intimate with music on, the thing that stresses me out about that is, like, you know how long a song is. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. then you've got an exact time frame of how long... You lasted, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, you're yeah. Right. You start and end in the one song. Yeah. You know that that's like three minutes. Right, Whereas you yeah. Can, you can get lost in it otherwise and delude yourself and go, I reckon that was probably about 15, 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or if you want to prolong the you know, orgasm, you have to have like dubstep because you've got to wait for the drop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I thought, yeah, we went the whole length of Bohemian Rhapsody. No, no, that was Haya. That was, a, <laughs> that was like two and a half minutes. <laughs> doing it to Bohemian Rhapsody, that would be, be a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And there's a bit of Mamma Mia in there, which is, <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. A bit of headbanging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I was going to, what my question specifically was to you, having had a number of shows on the TV now, have you ever had anyone get in contact with any stories like that about having a bit of Lawrence Lungon in the background? Oh, yeah, I've had – yeah, there are people who do send crazy emails. Oh, awesome. And they often have like AOL.com or Hotmail.com <laughs> on it. I was just waiting for you I, to say Yahoo.com because I'm still clinging yeah, onto that desk. Me early. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and I are the only people That's on Yahoo. That's right, yes. <laughs> but I think it's maybe they make up like a, a fake email just to send it out to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's a – you know, they, they – I, I once had someone write to me saying, oh, I'd love to paint an Archibald of you, uh, like painting. And I was like, oh, who is this? And then I checked their website and it was a lot of like nudes, <laughs> uh, specifically Asian nudes. So I was thinking, oh, I don't know if you want to paint the Archibald or you just want me to turn up, have a bit of a, a bit of a gaze. Yeah. And was the person, was the artist Asian as well? Or they just clearly had a uh, bit of a thing. I think they had a thing. They had, right. had a bit of a yellow fever. <laughs> 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 Who knows, maybe they could have won the Archibald. <laughs> that would be great if an Asian nude won the Archibald. Are there nudes in the Archibald? I don't think it matters. Like this I is think showing the, the lack of culture in this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> I huge art prize and no, we've just got no idea. I, I go it. nearly every year. Do you really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, went, I went for about 10 years in a row. Nearly actually. every year. Tell yeah, us yeah. about the years you haven't been and why you didn't go. Last two years because I forgot when they were on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> big fan. That's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, but no, I went for about ten years in a row. I really got into it. It's, okay, because it's like, um, it's almost. I, I find it's it the funny. most surprising thing you've ever said on this podcast. By Why? The way. No, no, because I'm a you know I, I went to art school. I was I'm a graphic designer by trade, so you know I'm into that 
sort of thing. I'm way more cultured than you with your fucking Ren and Stimpy t-shirt on at the moment. <laughs> I don't want the listeners knowing what I wear. <laughs> it's a very um, arty Ren and Stimpy t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Thanks, Are there guys. any nudes in the Archibald? Uh, yeah, I believe it's like I don't think there's a rule where it's like right. Most famous people in Australia portraits, but keep your gear on, fellas. Like I think I think it's just a whatever. Yeah. Like um, and they there have should just be two categories though. There should be like there should be the Archibald clothed and then the Archibald nude, and there's a winner for both of them. And it's sort of like going into like the back of a shop. It's like I mean? so Big it's like, Brother up late. Yeah, yeah, but Archibald's up late. But you're yeah, like yeah, in yeah. the National Gallery, and there's just like this kind of black curtain separating the nude room that you have to oh, go into. Yeah, like a like a dodgy old video shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like downstairs with a black yeah. curtain over it. Yeah. You have to be 18 to see these portraits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Neon yeah. lighting, so you can't find your veins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Behind yeah, the yeah. dumpsters. And yeah. and like like a to- two dollar peeps, just tissues sort of squirrelled away <laughs> in the corner of it. <laughs> like Lawrence's. Uh, there, it's like you're seeing nudes, and suddenly you're like, "Gee, some heroin it really happens. We really make these nudes kick off." Yeah. Yeah. Can I? Can I ask? So, like, you know how you see nude statues, photographs, whatever. You never see ones where the guy has a boner. Yeah, because that's a rule. That's like in movies. You, there's a, there's an actual rule where the mm. penis has to be a certain degree. Like if it's a certain degree up, yeah. then oh, yeah. it's not allowed to be in. Like yeah, you can has see to get the protractor out. Yeah, on set yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone has to dig up old Pythagoras and figure out <laughs> get into old, a place. old Pythagoras. Get into a place theory of boners to it. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It, it, a flaccid penis is allowed to be on on screen, but a, a semi erect, I believe, isn't. Allowed. There, like, there's yeah. a legitimate screen, legal angle. But you're talking about on screen. What about on canvas and? Yeah. On bronze. Oh yeah, Greg. Someone comes to you and they yep. say, "Watched all the fancy boy stuff online. Sure. Seen all your live shows. Big fan. Yep. Dirty I laundry. Wanna... Addicted to it. <laughs> yeah. Had <I> sex. <laughs> had sex to all your segments. People. I can imagine someone having a hate a hate wank during my segment. <laughs> <laughs> someone comes to you and goes, "Huge fan. I want to pay you the ultimate compliment. I want to yep. do. I want to do a nude portrait mm-hmm. and a nude statue." Of me, of you. Are yeah. you into it? And oh, and and they say it's going to be the first, first ever erect statue to be commissioned by the city of Melbourne. It's and going to be in Burke Street yeah, Mall. They're yeah. doing they're doing a, they're opening a new gallery of their favourite ABC Two personalities, <laughs> all nude. So you're Mooney's, number one. Mooney's nude yeah. picture that used to be in the museum. Yeah. that's in oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I if I did it, I want to go whole hog. Like I want to I want to really. <laughs> I really want to change the game. There's two things that it, we've we've not seen in bronze statues up to this point. One is a boner, yeah. and the other is just uh, a butthole. <laughs> so, just fully, just like you know, pulling apart the butthole, the boner, everything, and they're just that in the Burke Street Mall. Like it would be awful. Like I'd move the to Burke another Street country. Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I'd move to another country, but like, and yeah. it gets and it and it gets put up. <laughs> The, the exact same day that the My Christmas windows open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, can I just ask? That's though? the David Jones window this year. <laughs> the ABC Two nude gallery. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you know, it's all those like little animatronic things. Like yeah, Greg's yeah. <laughs> Greg's boner is on a little crane and it yeah, yeah. goes up and down. Yeah, and yeah. It goes, music. it's down, and when it goes up, the curtain goes down, <laughs> and then it goes back up again when it goes flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you had a question. Well, no, this is actually this is I don't know where I'm going. Well, here's this, a quick theory yeah. for 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 this. Mm-hmm. How's it, I think this would be a great prank or whatever it is. You do mm-hmm. that. You have your your you know the same sort of request that they did to you, Lawrence. Like they go right. Well, I'm doing this big collection of, of celebrities and whatever. Uh, uh, they've got to be nude. So everyone sort of eventually goes, yeah, it's for the Archibald, or whatever. They bring them all out and they halve the size of everyone's penis. 
And then Cause the, because then everyone just goes, no, nah, but it's not really like that. It's like, well, show us then. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, it's, it's the like, perfect plan. It's like pin the tail on the donkey. So you go in and all the men's portraits are all just like Ken dolls. Yeah. But then when you go in, you get like a stack oh. of dicks. <laughs> and, you <laughs> and you have to walk around the gallery yeah. and kind of pin on who you think actually belongs to who. Wow. And you get a, you get a grade at this, the end for how right you are. This sort of thing would have made me not miss the Archibalds for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> We've had so many ideas. We should open like a theme park that's just all of our dumb ideas that we've had on this show. But that... Like what you've just described is basically a hen's party. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly yeah. what a hen's party yeah. is. <laughs> but see, so with the Archibalds, because we probably haven't fully explained, the Archibald Prize, for anyone that doesn't know, is like the, the, the top uh, rated portrait competition in Australia. Mm. Uh, and it's usually celebrities. I think it's generally really only well-known people it's, that, that's yeah, painted. I mean, it's, it's I'm pretty sure it is. It's people that are known in some capacity. It's, yeah, it just it, has to be Australians yes. in it. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's almost a little bit like... Wikipedia, where at the moment, like, you know, at the moment, we, we talked about a couple of weeks, someone made a page for me, but at the moment, there's just a lot of people putting question marks all over my page going, should this guy really have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> citation needed that this guy has done anything, please. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit like that. I think you need citations to sort of get in there. But the, see, there's the main prize, which is uh, awarded by judges for the best portrait. And, and, you know, it's that classic art thing where you don't know what people are judging on or whatever because there's literally these portraits that are like a, a foot tall and then there's portraits that are as big as that wall over there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're just, you don't know how they're judging, whatever. But then there's a secondary prize which I enjoy the most, called the Packers Prize, which is given to the favourite painting by the people who are lugging the pictures in and out of fucking wooden right. boxes. Oh, so right. it's the tiniest, lightest painting. Yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the yeah. huge ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, have we seen them this year? No, 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 just put them on the, on the scales. Uh, yeah, that's the lightest one. We like that one. Um, Lawrence, you got a, I just noticed you got a Star Wars-y sort of T-shirt on. Yeah. And that reminds me, because I read a while back, what, what was the, the fact was you were written, because you're, you're obviously a Star Wars fan. Now, how did this happen? You were written into... Uh, like the the universe of Star Wars, like the comic book. Yeah, comic book. Uh, good friend of mine, Tom Taylor. He's a comic book artist. Uh, yep. Sorry, comic book writer. You know yep. Tom. Yep. Uh, he wrote the Star Wars Invasion official Lucasfilm comic books. And when I heard he was doing this, I kind of like begged him, please. Put, I'm a massive fan of Star Wars. Please put me in the Star Wars universe. You know, oh. make a derivative of my name. Like just make me some like shitty backwater swamp planet or something. Switch the letters around like a Facebook. Yeah. Name. Lawrence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he did something better. He made me a Jedi Knight. Cool. Right. La Leung and I thought oh this is awesome and I read the comments your self esteem you're like just make me like some swamp <laughs> creature yeah. some dirty alien sex worker yeah. or or is it the other way around where you yeah yeah is it even worse where you sort of go Oh yeah, he's just used my name in a Star Wars universe. They've generally got fucked names. That's that's weird <laughs> that he doesn't have to change my name. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've got a weird surname anyway. So it's La Young, and then I read the comic book, and I'm like this weird alien, ugly thing that is a Jedi Knight, and then he gets slain by this Sith Lord called Zarlok. And then a, a few months later, I'm at this uh, New Year's Eve party, and you know Tom's there, and then this other guy comes up to me, and he goes, "Are you La Young?" And I, I look at him, and I go, "Zarlok." <laughs> It's one oh. of his other mates is the is the dude that kills me in the comic. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah, I like that. That maybe that's the way it's gone the whole way through Star Wars. Like George Lucas just grew up with a guy called Billy Skywalker and went, "No, I'll, I'll look after you. I'll, <laughs> I'll whack you in here." 
Does yeah. it hurt a little bit knowing that you're uh, non-canonical? Does that hurt? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, do, it does hurt now. <laughs> does it? Does that all? Does all that not happen now? Now that they're bringing yeah, new yeah. episodes, they said you know JJ Abrams was like, all right, we're kind of rewriting the universe a bit. What happens after you know the last Star Wars movie? So a lot of the books that have been going around for you know twenty years or more, because the they books used just to be canon, it. and now they've yeah. kind of gone nah. Nah. It even happened in the books. Sorry, guys. A lot of geeks cried that day. Mm. That's pretty cool, though. What would you... Because there's a comic book out at the moment that a number of people have alerted me to and I've been meaning to go buy a copy and read it out. There's a comic book out called Thomas Alsop, which is which my... Which is his real name. Which is my real, real name, name, my birth name. Uh, explain it, explain well, why you changed your name to Tommy Daslow again. There's no good reason. <laughs> I just did it for shits and geeks before my first ever stand-up yeah. gig. Yeah. Gee, that was worth getting me to do. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, I just it's thought we haven't brought it up for about three episodes, so I thought we should bring it up. It's my full actual name, uh, as is printed on my driver's license. There's a comic book with that <laughs> title, and it's spelled because there's other people that have all sorts, but I've never seen apart from the ones that are related to me with the same spelling, same spelling, everything. So yeah, I can't believe it's taken me. That's that's a big indictment on me that it's been out there for like six months and it's taken me this long <laughs> yeah. to get off my ass and go to the comic book. Have shop you got it now? No, I haven't got it yet. Oh, if that yeah. comic becomes huge and famous, are you going to change your name? Change back. Yeah, change yeah. back. Try just and to cash, get in. cash in. Well, this is what I'm going to do. You know what? I'll do this in between this episode and the next. I'm going to go into the shop get because they must be up to like issue five or six by now. Going to get all of them. Going to whack them down on the counter. They're going to go, you know, whatever. What, what would that be like? Twenty something, twenty bucks or something. Yep. I'm just going to whip out the old driver's license, hand it in, and go. What do you say? I get these on the house. Oh. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if I can get at the very least a discount for having the exact same name as the comic book. Mm. I wonder how that'll work because I'm not saying it'll definitely work. I'm saying it's worth a try. If I was the guy, I would say absolutely not. Well, I'm I'm kind of friends with a guy in a comic. Okay, book well, this is a different but relationship. But he'll give you a discount anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably just going to give it to me anyway. Yeah, yeah you can go in there yeah. and go. Here's five Spider-Mans. Can I have them for free? Because we're mates. <laughs> you can do that with anything. The challenge would be how many comic books can you go to, including online overseas, with oh. a photo of your license, and go. How about it? Yeah, that's well, a good challenge. That's a good challenge. So you, yeah, you should be finding out if these guys have got super fans yet. Like you know, if this comic book's got dedicated big. Try and find out if someone's got a, a Thomas Allsop tattoo yet. Yeah, that's good. Actually, we got it. I mean, we. I mean, we should try and get. Like, I don't know what the story of the comic book is. I'm going to get it and read it and find out. So this is shit. Pitch to them that we can get get you and I inserted into it. Yes. 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 Thomas Allsop. There you go. Yeah. Because this is the thing at the moment. Like, you've got a proper Wikipedia page. Mine's on the verge of being taken down for some reason. I don't know why you're more credible personality than me. But that's what's happening now. You've got a comic book. There's no Carl Chandler comic book. Yeah. This, there needs to be... I need to... Good. No. Well, <laughs> if I can get into a Star Wars comic, surely you can get into Tom Thomas Allsop. <laughs> oh. yeah. Now, that's good. Yeah. That's, so you need to meet the guy that writes Thomas Allsop. Yeah. God, such a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> such a big fan of old Allsop. Yeah, you, you go in and get your free Spider-Man comic down the road and I'll get into your book. <laughs> what about you, Greg? If you could be inserted as a character into, yep. into a piece of uh, existing... Have you, met, well, have you met any well, other Greg Larson's? I've never, I've never met a Greg Larson. No, I've googled Greg Larson's, and there's a motivational speaker, and that's about it. <laughs> oh um, wow, that's great! Yeah, because this is the thing. I, this is the stupid thing I did. I befriended on Facebook every Carl Chandler I could find, just yeah. thinking that's a funny idea. But what 
literally happens now is, say I'll have a big night, I'll wake up and read Carl Chandler saying, oh, yeah, fuck everyone. I'm like, oh, what did I do? And it's like, <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's one of the other 17 it's, it's Carl Chandlers. It's good to know that the, all the other ones are as angry <laughs> yeah. as you. Just, they're just going, fuck everyone. Yeah. At like four in the afternoon yeah. there. Yeah. Why aren't I in Thomas Allsop, the comic book? <laughs> but, yeah, what would, you, what would you get put into if you could be written into... If I could be written into anything, I mean... Well, surely it's got to be a Gary Larson cartoon. Well, yeah. oh, a Gary Larson cartoon would be the best. Actually, that would be really good. Like, I, I Lord, like Lord of the Rings is my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I wouldn't want to get written into it because I wouldn't want to ruin it. You know, like, so don't, like never, don't meet your heroes. Yeah. So yeah, like, if exactly. you end up as a character in it, and then you're on like a a, a forum. And mm. diehard fans like yourself hate your character. Mm. That would break your heart a little it bit. It would, it would. Yeah. It would be like, because that's why the Hobbit movies were so shit, was because they just went, oh, let's just add in all this extra stuff. Nah, Tolkien knew what he was doing. Just leave him alone. So, not Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, all right. Well, which let's, is not let's, an answer. We'll just, go, just keep which telling us things an you don't want and we'll... Um, <laughs> well, you said... Sex you, in the City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said people, people would... Not be fans of you. you. You don't want to ruin it. You don't want the fans writing in saying, you know, you hate they hate you in it. Mm. So you you've just finished. So you've been on TV sort of for the first time with um, Dirty Laundry Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Where's no. This going? And, and most commonly referred to as the piss break in a show with no ads. <laughs> 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 Who's referring to it in that way? That, that was, Lawrence Mooney. That was more. <laughs> I got more than a few tweets saying, oh, Greg Larson's on, time to take a piss. <laughs> like, oh, oh, well, so that, well, that's all I was going to ask brutal. because, you know, it is that brutal thing of as soon as you pop your head out and, and you know, someone can see you on the internet. Mm. It's like, you know, um, me, you know, so let's say me and Dasai, we're, we're in the podcast world, so it's sort of, you know, you only find us if you're searching for us in a way. No one's mm. sort of casually mm. finding us like that. Mm. Whereas, you know, if you turn up on Dirty Laundry Live every week, someone's going to go, no, no, I don't want this, yeah. or yes, yeah. I do, whatever. Um, so we don't get that sort of feedback as much. So did you get, did, is that the sort of thing that you got? Did you get negative? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, it was almost exclusively negative. But, <laughs> I'm, like, but that's the thing is I'm, I'm used to that, like, like, you know, I'm just used to getting shit on this phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even even just making videos on YouTube, like because we would make like like the podcast is the podcast, like like th- this podcast is always going to be this podcast. But Podcasts when, are hard to find, and they're an investment, like in, yeah, exactly. in time. So it's exactly like, right. Yeah, no and, one's sitting and, through an hour and then going. Fuck that. That's yeah, a really yeah. long piss break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big night last yeah. night. Go to the doctor after that. Jesus. <laughs> and not, and you, but it's not like you're going like, oh, this podcast is just going to be Tommy DJing. Like, it's not... <laughs> you're not doing... It should be. <laughs> yeah, actually, that'd be really good. Um, but, like, because when we were making videos online, like, I remember, like, like um, with Skills in Time and... Uh, like Henry got a bit of you know like this Jados video got really popular and all that kind of stuff and then so people started what going to the channel and suddenly we had heaps of subscribers and people we didn't know who they were but then anything that wasn't that thing that they came to it for yeah. they just hated it like just sight unseen they're like fuck off who's this fat cunt where's Jados <laughs> like, it was just like brutal constantly <laughs> one guy and I made a video and one guy threatened to kick my teeth in <laughs> Because I said, because in the video, my character was going like, oh, Slipknot suck. And he's like, Slipknot are the best, man. If I ever fucking see you around, I'll kick your teeth in. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, it with Dirty Laundry Live, like uh, me and Tommy have both been on. I was on last year as a guest. And it's that thing where you pop your head up and see what the general population think of you and whatever. So I yep. I did it. And I was almost a little bit 
disappointed there wasn't enough new people that were saying yes or no or whatever. But there was a good handful. There was a handful of people saying, oh, yeah, that was good. And, and there was this – I remember this one woman just kept going me and going – you, you mate, are you a disgrace to have been on there? You know, and I was like, oh, go fuck yourself. And then she's like, you weren't at the same caliber as the rest of the comedians. You're obviously not as good as them. You're not going to have as successful a career as them. Um, so you know, you should probably have another job. And I'm like, yeah, that's all valid. That's all fairly on point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want to sort of go thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I just sort of want to go. No, nah, fuck you. And it's like, no, you've you've actually said all things that are probably correct. But then that's the worst kind of like insult or heckle or feedback. The one that's like really deep that cuts into your own yeah. neuroses mm. about yourself and your life choices. Where you go, yeah, I know. Like when someone just says the things. To you that you say to yourself at 2am when you're curled up in bed. <laughs> that's I, the most cutting one. I feel like, because at the start of that episode, so I'm on and it just happened two days before Robin Williams had passed away. And uh, I sort of felt like, I, was, I said to Mooney, Lawrence Mooney though, I said to him, look, I don't have anything about Robin Williams. I never watched his shows. I never watched his movies. I wasn't a fan or anything like, I'm, whatever. I just don't have much. To, just in case you, you, you're thinking about throwing me a bone, I just don't have anything on it. Just in it, case on this comedy show you're thinking about talking about suicide, yeah. this is my position. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I'm <laughs> like scared. It's like, okay, this is my first proper show I've been on. Yeah. Like, you want to get off to a good start. You know, this Big is just going to bog you down. 10, but anyway. Sorry? Big insult to Studio 10, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ida, if you're listening. <laughs> so, so I get on there and immediately they go, oh, so anyway, Robin Williams. Carl, you're a comedian. You would have loved him, wouldn't you? And I was just like not prepared for it because I'd already said, don't go to me. You know, don't, I don't have anything to talk about. So they cut to me and they're like, what do you reckon? I was like, oh, I wasn't a big fan. And it's like, oh, what are you saying? Like, like you're kicking s- a dead person. Yeah, How yeah. dare you? Exactly. And, I, and this is – I don't have this on tape. I don't know if this is anywhere on the internet – but literally, this is what I said, and I didn't mean to say it. But this is literally, and I, I felt like I was on the podcast or something. I'm just being a dickhead in front of people, getting roasted in front of the whole squad. Yes, <laughs> I've said to I've said to him, and he goes, "What do you think?" And he goes, and I said, "Oh, it's not like I'm glad he's dead." And then, like, did a tiny little pause, like as if people were going to make find that funny, and no one found that funny. And then quickly, I just had to go. So, um, what else are words? Oh, yeah, no, nah, people it's, liked him. Oh, and you've set yourself up like big rookie mistake where you've said, "It's not like I'm glad he's dead." So someone can just cut off the start of that sentence and have Carl yeah. Taylor. I'm, I'm glad, glad he's, he's dead. dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the promo on ABC too, wasn't it? <laughs> That's the new oh. station identity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but then it's that weird, that horrible thing where you're on this live TV show, and then for the next five minutes, it's like. Just try and say something else to make sure that wasn't your one highlight. Just yeah. keep yourself in the yeah. game because I'm sitting there going, this is the worst. The first thing I've said is going to get me booted off TV. Someone's going to come out during the piss break over here <laughs> <laughs> and just kick me out of the seat. Yeah. Maybe well, that's why the seats have rollers on them so they can just literally yeah, just, yeah. 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 See, I, um, the, the thing about the, the, the hate though, like, cause they're, they're, like they're, I've, I've talked to a few people that have you know gotten hate on Twitter that have actually dealt with it really badly and got really upset about it. It's like, you got to remember that these people are like who who are they like yeah. this this one person that said that I was a piss break like <laughs> oh greg sucks this is the worst fucking thing fuck greg get him off the show then i looked at all her other tweets and all her other tweets from the show were just like repeating mooney's joke and then going lol so what a dumb <laughs> yeah, like yeah. who cares you know yeah, like, a fan of mooney what's the problem there well no, no. <laughs> 
Fuck, Anyone that likes Lawrence Mooney is an no, asshole, you're saying. No, that's no, that's actually... That is, oh, man. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I'm saying like people... I'm not glad he's dead, like, but... That, <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> when you see a YouTube video and then it's, it, there's a joke in it and then someone just says the joke, it's like, yeah, we just we just watched the video. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are you contributing to the world? Like, why don't you just... Yeah, good on you. I had it. So uh, I did the Falls Festival and Southbound gigs over the new year and at the Southbound one, which is in Perth... Uh, I after the gig, you know those gigs are you're next to like the main stage and there's a lot of noise bleed and you can do well, but it's very it's it's a way different to the goalposts of any normal gig. You know you can't really hear yourself. You just go out, you do the best job you can. Some people sit and listen and you go great. And then that night it was about midnight. I was I'd been drinking during the day. I was at Red Rooster getting something to eat. There's like a Red Rooster van in the festival, and some guy comes up while I'm eating my burger and goes, "Mate, you're a bloody comedian that was on earlier, weren't you?" And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's interrupted a group of people telling me that they thought I was good. Right. So he sidles in and goes, yeah, oh, mate, tell you what, bloody, I wouldn't quit my day job if I was you because bloody hell, that was fucking no good. I mean, good on you for getting up and having a crack. Fuck, man, that was shit house. And I just go, yeah, well, guess what? I got paid to come here and do that and you paid money to sit there and watch it. So sucked in. Like, yeah. <laughs> just that thing where you go, who's won here? Like, mm. how, he, how, how did he leave that conversation? He just kind of – and he kind of walked up like, no, nah, mate, you know, no, no reason to get offended. I'm just saying I'm just trying to give you some honest feedback. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, say what you want, but don't interrupt me when I'm eating Red Rooster. Like, <laughs> so just wait, just sit and watch me, wait until you've seen the last remnants of the <laughs> yeah, burger yeah, go down sh- the gob. Yeah. And then get, I mean, don't, don't he's got pies. He's got plenty more to criticise than your <laughs> than your comedy performance. Why didn't you concentrate on that? Yeah, exactly. I was nude with my tiny little dick hanging out. Have a go at that. So you know, now that we've fully covered how much how many assholes are out there watching TV shows and performances and being so negative about it? Lawrence, you've got a new show coming <laughs> yeah. up, so that's something to look forward yeah, to. I'm waiting for the Twitter on that. It's funny because <laughs> on the internet, people either love something and they'll tell you, or they really hate something. There's mm. no one in between just going, "Oh yeah, I give that three and a half stars." Like, yeah. where's the where's yeah, the yeah. middle? Like and, and most more, people in the world, and you're more likely to say something negative than even if you love something. You, you, you're more likely to say the negative than the, I love something. I yeah, think, on, yeah, on the internet. I mean, if you're just as, from a writing standpoint, if you're writing something, you can be way more creative in the negative. Yeah. Do you know, there's way more fun language you can use to shit on something yeah. than there is to just go. Yeah. So you see it all the time, like on Yelp or Urban Spoon or whatever, if people are reviewing restaurants, like it turns into a sport. Like, Going through every bit of yeah, that there yeah. was is way more fun than just going. Ah, oh, this was delicious. I read this awesome thing where this um this it was this black writer in the US. I think she was a poet or something. And on Martin Luther King Day, this like young troll was just like doing the foulest racist things towards her. You know, a lot of KKK remarks and jokes and things like that. And she'd respond really positively, just saying, "Oh, I see where you're coming from, but this is a really important day." And then he'd just go her. And then eventually he cracked and just apologized because she was wow. like. She's like going, oh, how old are you? And he goes, I'm 14. It's like, well. And then eventually he was like, oh, you sound like a really good person. I'm really sorry. And all of a sudden the troll was just like trembling. And she said, eventually just wrote back, you can DM me if you want, if you need someone to talk to. That's oh. great. I love hearing like those Jesus. Things. That's some Jesus shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> she did some Jedi stuff in yeah. those Twitters. Well, you, you would have... That's what you un- should have done, Greg. Hey, mate, if you ever need a piss break, you know, I've got a perfectly functional toilet. <laughs> come out of my house. doesn't have to be Thursday nights at 8pm. I actually did respond to someone just saying, like, sorry, my name is spelled E-N, not O-N, like Greg Larson, not Greg Larson. And he just wrote back, going, oh, sorry, Greg Larson is shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now you can properly use that as a quote for your poster yeah, without, yeah. without it making yeah. you look silly. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should put both. Greg Lass on his shit. Greg Lass in his shit. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, Lawrence, you, you, I reckon you probably have pretty universally good reviews for your shows and stuff like that. Like, everyone loved uh, Choose Your Own Adventure and stuff like that. You wouldn't have... I wouldn't have said you would have had me- too much... Bad press? I think it's probably because I hang shit on myself a lot. I don't put myself out there as like the king of something. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And also my characters in, in the show, how I represent myself is kind of like who I am, which is very sort of understated and a little bit kind of like self-deprecating. Yeah. So if you think you can like hang shit on me, I've probably already thought that. Like sure. you said at 2am in the morning. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. While eating KFC in your jocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've done that. You know, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. But with, you know, like the new show, like it's, it's interesting to see how, how it's going to be, people going to react to it because it's a little bit different for television. It's like a kung fu comedy show. We don't make action comedy shows in Australia very much other than maybe Danger 5 at the moment. Right. So it's so good. It's such a bonkers show. So uh, I think people, you know, are going to really love it and there'll be people out there who go, I don't really get this, but that's cool because it's not for you. So, But wasn't – this one isn't um, – so it's Maximum Choppage yeah. on the ABC. Um, this isn't based on – because I – initially coming into it, I thought it was based on one of your festival shows, but that's not right, is it? No, no. All my other TV shows are plagiarised from my festival shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Right. This one was based, uh, there's this guy called Timothy Lyon. He's like a martial artist and filmmaker in Cabramatta. And he made all these like really cool short films. And then he went to like the TV world and said, who wants to make a martial arts comedy series? We don't do this in Australia. And yeah, I got together with him and the production company and basically made it from scratch. You know, we use the title Maximum Choppage. We love the, what that evokes, which is action. And what yeah. the hell does that mean? Yeah. Because the show is a bit of a, what the fuck? You know, it's, right. it's crazy. It's bonkers. Uh, it's set in this like heightened Jackie Chan type universe. Uh, and you know it's kind of like the castle but with martial arts <laughs> you know? finally yeah at last oh. on Australian TV the two, now like... they, they are two great quotes <laughs> Greg Larson like... is shit and <laughs> the castle with martial uh, arts it's like Thomas Allsop meets monkey magic <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so we got together like you know a small team of writers as myself Josh Mapleston and Duncan Sarkis who used to write for Flight of the Concords because oh, yeah, cool. oh, wow. we said you know we want it to be kind of like you know Flight of the Concords is kind of this heightened world where there's all these breakout music sequences but let's have some cool action sequences and make a really nutty show and uh yeah so that's on our airs airwaves now on um abc2 and it's like Tuesdays. everything else you've done is sort of you've written it but so this is this is the first thing you've done where sort of it's not all you writing it so this is like woody allen when he was in scenes from a mall with bet midler <laughs> yeah Sweet reference. Exactly, exactly yeah. like exactly, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of cool being part of the, the writer's room because you can kind of like, go, okay, so what do we want this show to be? We're starting with a blank slate. Yeah. Let's just make it like really weird and nutty and just like, you know, just kind of – we what we loved, we just threw it up on the on the on the whiteboard, and then someone else had to shoot it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I had to also be in it because uh, the whole idea as a writer is that you know you raise the stakes, you put some jeopardy for the character, and then when I'm performing as this character who Simon in in the show, I'm like, fuck this writer putting me in jeopardy. I have to learn all these martial arts, and I'm getting punched in the face in every scene. Oh, so <laughs> so you had to learn all the martial arts? Yeah, I had to learn some, but not as much as some of the other characters because my character's a bit of a coward, right. so he can't actually fight. Though everyone thinks that he's this massive warrior, he's just a, faking it. Do you have a stuntman? I do have a stuntman when oh. I get thrown through like a plate glass window. Oh, wow. Uh, but most of the time it's like I get a punch to the face or kicked in the face by a flying kick or something. You are covered in bruises right now. Yes, I know. He's bandaged up. Yeah. 
and I became a pretty much a black belt at getting hits to the face and making it look convincing and then just falling down to the ground, which I don't think is a skill I could take to King Street and just go, can you just narrowly miss my face with your, <laughs> cow- with your coward punch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but that's awesome because, like, you know, I've started going to the gym this year properly and it's, that, it, it, it's almost like having a personal trainer because you go to the gym by yourself and you go, oh, oh this is 15 minutes. Oh, I don't know about this. I might go home. But if you've got to do it for a film, like, that's the best personal training because you're getting paid to do it and someone's making sure like it has to be on screen it has to be good like so you you were actually not bad at karate or i was no i was terrible at karate because my character's terrible right. so they basically said to the, all the other actors who can who have to fight it's like right we're training you for months leading up to this and for me it's like okay we're just going to train you how to get punched in the face oh <laughs> so you can't you, you don't actually you didn't gain any skills from it uh as you can tell from my physique <laughs> but, but no, no you, di- you didn't have to no i didn't oh. have to it's really awesome Oh wow! That, that oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> like that would be that would be cool if you if you got to do that job and then you came out of it with that. Oh well, yeah, you should have just written in like he does heaps of wakeboarding so that you get to just like have heaps of yeah 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 yeah. 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 yeah he picks up a lot, has sex scenes, and jumps <laughs> yeah. out of planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ABC has to hire you sex workers <laughs> yeah. every night for six months. Yeah, Rose Byrne is in there. She gets cast <laughs> in it. Taxpayers forking over yeah. for a bit of nookie for Lawrence Long. Rose Byrne gets inseminated. There's actual penetration. In the show. <laughs> well, just on that thing you were saying uh, about yeah, writing things for yourself and and then having to do it. Uh, if I may sneak in a plug for uh, I made a little web pilot for SBS that's up now. Oh, it's awesome! I saw it the oh, other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fully finished. It's on sbs.com.au/comedy. Some people have watched it so far and been very nice, which is cool. But uh, so I wrote that with Tom Ballard, and I wrote a scene in there where my character was going to appear naked because I just went. I don't care about doing that. I'm fine to be nude on camera. This will be funny. My fat little body naked. That's a funny visual. So I write it and then we we got the funding and then we had to refine the script and we thought about the characters a bit more and it sort of ended up becoming, when we defined the characters, it was like, you know what, this kind of isn't something that my character would do. This is sort of something more that Ballard's character would do. So then we kind of rewrote it and then he had to do it and so we turn up and it's that same thing where you put it on the piece of paper and you go, yeah, this will be fun and then... Four months down the line, you know, Tom's there in the nude having to have a little dick sock attached to, <laughs> oh. his, to his junk and just looking at me going, thanks a lot for this. Yeah. I'm going, hey, in my defence, I was happy to do it. I wanted to do it and now I've stitched you up and you have yeah. to be nude on camera. It's more your character. Now go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's more yeah. your character to get attacked by these wild dogs. This is your it's your character to quit breakfast radio to be nude in a <laughs> in a web pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Greg, I need to bring something up with you that has happened since the last time that you were on the show. Now, uh, I, I found I like the hesitation. This, this, so much hesitation here means... I'm I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. (laughs) I I think I've told you about this, Carl, I don't know. But last time you were on the show, I found out afterwards that you... You went home and you told uh, your girlfriend, who's a friend of all of us, that yeah. you had done the podcast, and yep. she said to you, "Oh, was what was Tommy like? Was he just, you know, was he just going crazy? Was he just like being real mental?" <laughs> and you go, "What? No, why?" <laughs> and then she reminded you that when you guys had first started dating, which was like I don't know, six months, eight months 
previous at yep, that point. Yep, yep. She had said you'd been having a conversation about guys acting differently when girls are around. Yeah, and that's she'd right. She said to you, "Is there anyone that you know, any guys that you know that are really different when girls are around?" And you'd said, "You know who the worst is? Is Dasilo. Yeah. He's just <laughs> fucking mental when girls are around. He's running around. He's getting his dick out. Junkyard he's dog. Yeah. He's yeah. calling himself Tommy Olsop. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's just crazy. popping up in comic books. God. And you've, yeah. you've writing set that up. writing nude scenes for other blokes." <laughs> Putting dicks on the Archibald winners. <laughs> and then you've just forgotten to tell her that that was just something that you were saying as a joke. Yeah, it's... It <laughs> so she's... It, every it was, time she's seen me for the next six months, she's had that idea of me in her head. Yeah, and what's... Like, because I, I was brutal in my description because I, <laughs> I literally thought of... Like, because she asked me, do you know any guys who are like this? And I was trying to think of the guy who's who's just like a nice guy. And your name popped up. So compliments to you, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but I've just said, nah, Tommy, he's full on. Like he he will get his, he just, I don't even understand why he keeps getting his dick out. <laughs> it's not even like it's a funny, clever thing. He just like, as soon as there's just guys like, come on guys, dick's out. And he starts waving around. He once like stood up on a table and pissed in a jug. Like I was just, <laughs> I was just saying all this brutal stuff. And I was, like, this was not going to be a prank that I maintained for any period of time. I was literally going to wait, because I, I, I did this all the time. Like, I was just going to wait until she goes, really? And then they go, nah. <laughs> like, this, I was going to explain it five minutes after I'd said it. Yeah. But somehow we got sidetracked. I think I got a phone call at some point. <laughs> hey, we want you to be on Dirty Laundry Line. <laughs> <laughs> and I just forgot to... For, to I, I forgot to reveal the truth and I'd forgotten that I'd even mentioned it. I completely forgot that I had said this <laughs> as a joke and it was, yeah, it was six months later and it was it was actually, it, it, I can't remember what the context was but you made it, you, I think you were around and yeah. you made a fucked joke or something. You said something a bit off colour that was quite funny but yeah. a bit lewd or Don't something. Don't know about that but anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, it's more of a Thomas Allsop sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Alison said something like, I think I'm. I think I'm seeing starting to see the real Tommy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just said, "What? What? What are you talking about?" And she was like, "You, you know what you were telling me? I couldn't remember." Oh <laughs> man! It was the so then when I found that out, I'm just flashing back to every time I've seen her over the last six months and knowing. Because the other thing is, she's keeping a safe distance. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, I've known her for like ten years. She'd known you at that point for like a month, yeah. and something yeah. that you say. Like, clearly she just already had that want to believe that in her head. Like, it was so easy to get her over And can we say, can we say that you, Tommy, have, you, you went steady, you went out with Greg's current girlfriend at one point. Very weird Yeah, all right, up, thanks for bringing yeah. that up. Yeah, cool. I find that very interesting yeah. that you, you two have sh- shared a girlfriend oh, at one point. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, she didn't know the real Tommy, but yeah. Greg does. Yeah, yeah, she was going out with you and That's being intimate weird. with you, yet somehow you showed your real self to Greg. Like, what were you, what have you been doing with Greg? I'm just trying to think if maybe maybe that when we did go out, did, did I ever piss in a jug <laughs> when I was around her? And so that's, that's just like a dormant memory that's in her head. Was that you know nine years later? Greg brings it up and she's like, "Yeah." Was that was that on your second date? Because on your first <laughs> on your first date, you took her to the movies and wanked with a video camera. <laughs> Look, I'm a little bit busy. I've got work tonight, but um, hey, you want to come see what I do for a job? <laughs> 
Well, it's actually that's reminded me of um, something that I, I've done a similar thing to a friend of mine when I was uh, when when me and my mates had, had just finished high school, first year out of high school. You know, you first get into sort of going out to bars and stuff, and it's like, oh, how cool is this? You know, we can just be out all night. Like, this is great. And there was this group of us, and our friend Pete, who I've mentioned a number of times on the show, and who does listen, and who I'm actually not sure if he's cool me talking about him on the show, but anyway, uh, he would always. You know, the night would sort of just be getting going. Like, it'd be like 11pm, 12pm, and we'd be going, yeah, this is it, you know, we're out, how good's drinking? And then he would just sort of be on his phone, he'd be like, ah, yeah, Dad's nearby, Dad's going to come and give me a lift home. Like, every time we went out, he would just kind of bail pretty early on. Don't know why his dad was always out just driving around, like like Travis Bickle or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Cleaning up the streets. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... One night, you know, this went on for like months and one night we go, you know what, let's, sick of him always bailing out, you know, it's really like we get all revved up and then he's, you know, it's fun to be around, he just bails just with no notice, let's teach him a lesson. So he concocted this lie that we had, and this is, you know, we're all kind of like trying to meet girls and being very unsuccessful at it. So we concocted this lie that we'd gone down to the SB and we'd met a group of backpacker girls and we'd gone back to like where they were staying and we'd all hooked up with, you know, one of them and and then we added in this thing that there was a girl in the – there was like one girl left over who like, you know and, – and we – and he had a lot of very specific interests at the time and so we just – we just made up this thing that, like, she she had told us she was into all the exact same things as him, and then we're all back hooking up with all the other girls. What was the thing? How old were you? Seventeen. So uh, what was no, it? We were like eighteen. Eighteen. So what was it? She's really into aqua uh, and <laughs> tamagotchis, I, and I don't want to reveal what his specific interests were, but, <laughs> okay. it, but anyway, like, so we just had this in the story. There was this girl just there going. Gee whiz, it's, you know, all the girls have met one of you guys and this is perfect and I wish there was a guy here for me and we're going, yeah, you know, our friend Pete, you would have loved him. It's a shame that, you know, it's a shame that he left early because you guys would have really hit it off. And so we tell him this and he's like, fuck, I can't believe I missed out. I'm never leaving early again. And he got, you know, really, you know, really cut up about it. Like six years later, like years and years down the line, he's like, Oh, like that night that you guys, you know, you guys met all those girls. And we're like, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, remember that when you, you, I left and you went to the SB and you all picked up? And we're like, that was made up. <laughs> that was obviously made up. And he goes, so what? You're saying that there wasn't just this one girl left over in the group who was into this and this and this? And this? It's like... You're 25 now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that was his lost love he's been pining for for seven oh, years. Oh, man, I felt bad because he made it seem like he had literally just been awake every night just oh. thinking about the one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I relate, man. And I look, I forgive you. Even though you haven't apologised in any way. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think I have apologised. It, it was the best unintentional prank I ever did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so prank good. that you forget that you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like office space. Like, you set that up but you forget to deprogram her so she's just like walking around in the world with that lodged in her head yeah yeah oh so good any any unintentional pranks in your life i wouldn't say you you used to write pranks for a living yeah i used to write uh pranks for the first two seasons of the chasers war and everything yeah but a prank i do to a comedian friend of ours who i won't name and uh, he'll probably know now that i'm revealing it is that I started Bill like years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I started signing up him to all these mailing lists. Wherever I was, like, say, you know, in town, I'd be like, 
just signing up to like shitty shops. And then I'd be like traveling overseas. I'm like, oh, okay, this would be interesting. So I'd be like walk into like a, a German sex shop and just sign him up to that. In, if I'm in New York, it's like uh, the world's biggest hot dog. I'll sign him up to this. So he's getting like <laughs> What sort of updates are you getting from the world's biggest hot dog, by <laughs> exactly. the way? I will never know, but he'll Still be getting... one, folks. He'll be getting all these emails from the most random places. Actually, if he knows where I've been, he'll probably now know yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's been doing this. So. I feel like that could be me because it feels like I'm on a lot of mailing lists for... Giant I've hot dogs. I've been anywhere yeah. near, yeah. Yeah, it's not you, Tommy. Okay, cool. <laughs> I want to know who it is now. It is that thing where you know initially I used to get annoyed by like, all those mailing lists, but you know as soon as you take a flight with anyone, they put you on those mailing lists. So you get, you know, if you if you've taken a flight with anyone, you get an email from uh, airline every day. Yeah, you yeah. get multiple. But I kind of enjoy it. Really? Uh, yeah, it's just that little momentary. I I get a, a, an email from a, a airline and just go, oh yeah, the idea of going overseas. Oh, that's nice. And then that's it. And I just get that. I get wow. that every day and go, oh, that's a nice little feeling at 3.30. You're the perfect customer. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so, sign me up. <laughs> if you All see right. something good, as long as it's a positive sensory uh, experience, like the hot dog, like I like hot dogs, sign me up next time. If it's something nice, if, it's, if you go past a cookie shop in Amsterdam, sign me up. That's probably a bad example, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be on that mailing list for legal reasons, but yeah. Well, you've been put on mailing lists with your phone number being out there for oh, people yeah. to the show. So how do you feel about that? Because yeah. you've complained about about that, but you're yeah. fine with getting emails from yeah, Qantas. But, but the people that are putting me on those mailing lists are deliberately finding the worst things. It's all the erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of erectile dysfunction companies that have rung me up and I like texted that me. A mailing list for erectile dysfunction. Like surely, surely you go in, you get the problem taken care of. And then that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Updates about the field of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> well, here's, here's the other interesting thing I think uh, with that stuff. Like if it's a prank, like there's a point for a, a prank. Like people have got my details and they've gone, right, we'll stitch up Chandler. This will be good. Erectile dysfunctions. He'll get that call and go, oh, no, my dick works fine. No, this is not right. That works. Comedy-wise, that, that works. Was, that was the worst acting I've ever seen you do, which says to me that your dick doesn't work. <laughs> I'm acting as me, so whatever I do, that's right. So Tell, Greg, tell your girlfriend yeah. that Carl has erectile problems and see if we can get her to believe that for eight months. Yeah, well, you've already... Oh, she won't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, I will. So, I understand that, right? If you're going to sign me up for erectile dysfunction or whatever, I understand that comedy-wise. But the ones I get where it's like <laughs> someone rings me up and goes... Right, um, we've got a, um, a, a rodeo for you to test drive. And it's like, <laughs> how did you pick that out of the world? Like, how did you pick? Well, how'd you go? I'll fix him up. I'll, I'll sign him up to test drive a new car, like a four-wheel drive car. Like, there's a lot of things you could get me for. That's like, I could answer that and go, oh, I wouldn't mind a free drive of a brand new rodeo. Nice one, whoever that is. So you're complaining. So you, what you're saying is you <laughs> want people no. to put your number onto more no. fucked up things. That no. number again? No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, I'm just remarking going, oh, well, well the, the imagination of some people, I just think they're, they're, I appreciate that you're not trying hard enough. Maybe, yeah, that's the lesson here. Okay. Keep, sure. keep it at that level. Keep it at that All level, right, guys. Okay. I would say try harder, guys. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, before we get out of here, uh, we should well, we should talk about this. You were at the start of the show telling us uh, that you are about to make a pilot for Fancy Boy. Yep. Um, yep. But then after that, you told us that you ate fish and chips and spewed the other night, which yeah. sort of sounds like a more interesting story, if we're <laughs> being honest. Oh, well, because the pilot's like, it's a pretty important, like, it's a big deal for me. Yeah, um, but the fish and chips, like the... <laughs> 
Yeah, no, nah, the, the fish and chips uh, were... <laughs> are the two linked in any way? Or? Tommy knows his audience. Is, <laughs> is this a pilot is, about eating fish and chips? <laughs> Can I get on that email list? <laughs> See, I've been, I've been going for, like, I've been exercising lately, uh, thank you, and I... We all noticed. I, like, I have actually lost a little bit of weight. Um, but I've been walking, where I walk, I walk past a fish and chip shop every day, every single day, which is really hard, but I, you know, I'm... And then finally I said to Alison... Hey, let's not cook any food tonight. Let's get this fish and chips. I'm really keen on this fish and chips. <laughs> Had like 83% on Urban Spoon. And, <laughs> and I just, and then I just, like, I'm, I, I want to say. I find it weird that anyone's looking up fish and chips on Urban Spoon. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like, it's just a bunch of seagulls writing. <laughs> These fish and chips are awesome. <laughs> see, I never would, but Alison, she, she didn't really want fish and chips. I'm like, no, it's just, oh, look it up. We'll see. And it's 83%. That's real good. <laughs> and we get down there, and like, I want to go on record and publicly say, I am never having fish and chips again. <laughs> Name the fish store. Fish and chips. Name sorry, the store. Name the store. Yeah. It, it was, oh, I literally. I would, I absolutely would name it. It's like, it's just fish and chips. Like, more, it's on Moreland Road. I don't know what it's called. It's uh, the shittest thing. Put them in the pile. I'd like to yeah. reiterate again <laughs> fuck the veggie bar. They served me a pizza with glass in it and were oh, very apologetic about it. Yep. With yep. glass inside. Yeah, there was shards of you, glass. Did, wait, did you just say they were very apologetic about no, it? No, no, they were not. Oh, okay. The guy, yeah. I've said this on the show wow. before, but I, I don't care. They need to, people need to hear. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago, Ronnie Chang, we, we had his list of, uh, he, he's now got his website online, mm. all of his best picks for Melbourne um, called I'm Okay With Anything. You go there and it's all Ronnie Chang's best picks for restaurants. Let's start up our own one, Shitholes of Melbourne. Yeah. 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 Let's let's name a shit. Like I want to name Hot Pizza House in Brunswick West. They're the worst <laughs> pizza ever. I want to name I can't believe Ann. you went in there with a name like Hot Pizza House. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Hot Pizza that House. sounds like a Sex dungeon. <laughs> Hot pizza house. No, it sounds like a pizza joint run by a three-year-old. <laughs> Hot pizza house. Hot pizza safety house. Yeah. That's where you go if you're being chased by someone. Hot pizza house sucks. The IGA in Brunswick West sucks. <laughs> Anne Ferguson House. She's a comedian in Brisbane. She sucks. Um, <laughs> wow, that, that escalated. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Anne Frank. She sucks. I thought you were going to say so much more interesting than the pilot story. Oh, yeah. So you're at Fish and Chips on Moreland Road. Yeah, Fish and... Well, and this is what I want to say. Like, honestly, I've never... Like, I I trick myself... I love fish, but I've tricked myself every time I've eaten fish and chips into thinking that this is going to be a good idea. I've never in my life eaten fish and chips and not gone, I regret this. More than KFC, more than any other place... Just fish and chips in general. I ate these fish and chips, and then I was like, you know what? And this was this was Australia Day as well. This was uh, <laughs> the day of our country. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, mate, this Australia where this, fish were invented. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> this classic this classic Aussie meal is coming back up. I'm sorry to the Anzacs, but and then I spewed big time. And I hadn't I haven't spewed in maybe six years. But what's least. more Aussie than that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even drunk or anything. I was just watching The Sopranos again. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? Their Australia Day marathon. <laughs> yeah. And would you get, so we, are you at home by this point? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 got, we picked up the fish and chips, went home. Like it, yeah. it's not that far from a house. We okay. walked home, sat there, ate it. And I just sat there just going, nah, no way. And I, and I ate... I ate all Alison's fish as well because she didn't like it, so <laughs> <laughs> that, that probably didn't help. <laughs> Starting to get to the root of the problem. And there's yeah. the seafood stick and the prawn. Just one prawn. The seafood stick. How do they get away with having something so ambiguously named on a menu? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 who's yeah. ordering it? 
Yeah, I'm a... ordering it. And I, <laughs> yeah. See, I don't mind the seafood stick because of like, to me, it's like, yeah, cool seafood stick. It's just like this weird thing. Who cares? But calamari. That's that's how I choose my food <laughs> yeah. as well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, the protein chunk looks good. Yeah. It's on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> but this place, and this is another reason to hate this place, Moreland Road, look it up. I don't know what it's called. The, the find calamari. Us the we'll put it out on the Facebook. Yeah, I'll find the address. It, the calamari is not even calamari, it's the same stuff as seafood sticks but oh, in, a, that's in, a, dodgy. in a ring that's real dodgy that's Ugh. real dodgy is there, get him is out there, is there anything uh, Lawrence that you want to put on our shit list yeah <laughs> what's the worst place you've been to in Melbourne oh god uh, there was a, a you know I do like my dumplings and there are a lot of dumpling places and I can't remember where it is now but I remember just coming home feeling so rank it was it wasn't like you know s- you know prawn dumplings it was like salmonella dumplings oh it, yeah yeah I, there, someone, bad experience a, someone put an article up there was like a broadsheet or one of those you know review websites that had gone to and investigated the like the, the most allegedly unclean restaurants in melbourne yeah and it was like all places that i regularly frequent <laughs> I no idea. It was like and it was just someone eating at all of them over one day and then seeing how rank they felt at the end and they felt pretty rank it's like Maybe that's because you've gone to like eight dumpling places in this in a row, four yeah, hours. yeah. But yeah, it was all and it was all places that I had no idea, like places that I love and that I recommend to people. And it's like, yeah, anyway, I'm sure, of course, we all remember in uh, 2006, this place got shut down for having rats in the kitchen. It's like, <laughs> no, nah, I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do have a very tough immune system now. So yeah, <laughs> a real battler. Yeah, yeah. So oh, is it bad. is it Moreland Road Fish and Chips? I'm looking it up. Moreland Road Fish and Chips, M and M Fish and Chips, or Margaritas fish and chip shop. <laughs> M&M's margaritas don't sound familiar. Moreland Road, does it say what the, like... Urban Spoon, Moreland Road's got 81%. Look up the M&M's cost. got 80%. I think I reviewed it. I actually think I reviewed it. Moreland Road fish and yeah, chips? Yeah, no, I, I'm sure I reviewed it. I definitely reviewed Look it. Look them all up and, and read um, out the cost of a seafood stick at each one. That'll remind <laughs> But I'm, I'm worried that my review is going to sound really daddish. Like, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be funny in my review. I'm I was generally trying to warn about people. That. Imagine my surprise when I walked what, into your establishment. What's your what's your tag? I oh I don't know. It could have just been like under Greg or something. Hang on, let me. Diner. There's a lot of diner from Melbourne. Yeah. Um. It, it, what, just scroll down until it gets to January, or is that 2014? 2014 already. Yeah. Go up. It would have been like the most recent review or the second most recent. Are you Cat Gree? I don't Cat think you're Gree. here. I don't think you're here. <laughs> no, nah, that's that might not be it then. That's not it. How'd you spell Larson? Yeah. <laughs> M and M fish and chips. Oh, you know what? This might this might be it. Stay away. My girlfriend and I are local yeah. to this place. Is this it? <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. <laughs> Is this it? It might be. Hang on. We called them up to order two grilled flakes and some chips. Whoever answers the phone needs to speak up. Nah, I can never understand them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're not that guy. No, no, no. Call up. That is that is the I most. I would never order flake. That is the most subtle racism of yeah. all time. Yeah, in that yeah, yeah. Wouldn't to even speak understand. up yeah. Yeah, because that's... I can't understand them. Not <laughs> yeah. saying it's a race thing. It's just a, it's just that they don't know the volume this, to speak. This at. must be you because the tag is. Destructo underscore <laughs> eleven. That's you. No, that's that's not, classic that's you. Yeah. That's not me. Oh. I'm sure that's the one. If my reviews are up there, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, oh. I had. I mean, I I left a bad review of Veggie Bar and they took it down off Urban Spoon. Oh. Really? Yeah. Which is like people need to know that there's there can be glass in their pizzas. I didn't maybe, know you could yeah, take it down. It could be it could be a defamation thing maybe because like saying something because my one I said I got sick. 
Well, mm. when I said I actually threw up from this food, so maybe they were like, look, you can't make claims, like unsubstantiated claims of right. sickness or sure. getting right. glass or whatever. Well, mine was the same thing. I, I mentioned that my relationship ended not long after that and I <laughs> yeah. kind of blamed it on the pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, if you reviewed the glass positively, they would have kept it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that does bring us to the end of a little Dum Dum Club uh, for this week. I, I want to say this very, very quickly. We're talking about food and being sick and whatever. I, I mentioned the, the show a couple of weeks ago. I have not been eating bread since mm. the start of the year, so I'm still going strong. So that's two months now I haven't been eating bread, meaning no pizza, no hamburgers, more importantly. Yeah. I think I'm going to tough it out. This is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I haven't had a McDonald's burger since December. Mm. I think I'm going to have my first one. I'm just going to aim for the, the live podcast in Melbourne when they come up in a, in a month's time. Oh, okay. you, know what, you know what you should do? You should I'm going to aim for the sort of reaction you had after not having fish and chips for weeks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. but you, should, you should get presented like a plate. I've always wanted to eat burgers when you see in like cartoons and there's like a, like a pyramid of oh, cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. You should get that. Oh, dude. Oh, that'd be the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to have the Urban Spoon website open, ready to review it. Yeah. yeah. Can you urban? Can you urban spoon McDonald's? Sure, you can. Yeah. yeah. Can it's you? a restaurant, and isn't it? Yeah. I mean, different locations must have different yeah. ratings. Can Honestly, you really? I'm, I'm going to give them a good review. I think they're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> they need a leg up, don't they? Yeah. The ones that you've been to that you like. I'm totally doing that because I have my favorite McDonald's. So I'm. Which one is it? Uh, uh, my favourite is it, Ironically You know when Xavier did like A take off of us Weeks and weeks ago uh, On Xavier's Corner mm. He went Oh my name's Carl oh, I really love the, the McDonald's on the corner Of uh, Elizabeth and Burke And it's like Yeah that is my favourite one <laughs> That's actually my favourite one Elizabeth, Elizabeth and, and Burke. Burke It's nearly on the corner Of there Yeah I know the one It's, it's, on, the, it's on the hill Like, oh, like on, on, the, on the way up On the Hardware Lane Yeah on the way to Hardware Lane Where yeah, Five Boroughs yeah, used to be That's the best that's one a solid McDonald's Yeah, yeah. It is a good one yeah. I like the one here near me The one that's in that weird old bank With, yeah. a, was with one a plate here, With a kindergarten here, here? next to it Yeah Is it walking distance? Yeah Yeah Did I not know about this? This whole I used to live <laughs> around the corner <laughs> Yeah And I could have been going to McDonald's A walking distance McDonald's Yeah 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 you, you. Shit, what have you, you been doing with Urban Spoon? You've been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a McDonald's that's walking distance from anywhere you yeah, are. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Uh, I don't know. Uh, not no no no. Where are you? <laughs> there's a tram. It's a tram ride. Well, it depends. Like I eat a lot of McDonald's. I can't walk very far. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you live in a McDonald's, it's no good. Yeah. Um. All right. What about this? You at the Melbourne Live Podcast. You eat. The amount of weight that you've lost from no. eating McDonald's, you have to eat that no. amount of McDonald's. No, 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 no. Let's let's oh, not. Okay, <laughs> let's not set anything to. It's like fifteen kilos. Yeah, yeah. fifteen kilos. Oh, put it back on. I'm looking up the reviews of McDonald's on Urban Spoon. They're not. They're not going well, apparently. They're, they're all like one it's, star and two stars. people are idiots. People are fuckheads. Everyone's like, oh, I hate the taste of McDonald's. No, you don't. You're lying. <laughs> you liar. You liar. It's sugar, salt and fat. It tastes great. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can you can be angry at McDonald's for a bunch of reasons, but taste is not one of them. Yeah, mate. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Urban, Urban Spoon McDonald's CBD gets one star. Ugh. Burke Street, my favourite, the one very close to my heart, Two and a half stars, forty six percent. Well, looks like you're about to bump up to fifty McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> what if you, you read the reviews and it's like, yeah, the food and stuff's good, but there's this fucking just weird forty year old looking guy shut who's just up. there leeching yeah. the free. I'm not forty. Just abusing people when they walk in. <laughs> not I'm only give it five, but I'm giving it two. Now. Not only am I not forty, I'm not forty year old looking. 
<laughs> yeah, All right? That's fair. that's fair. So I just bumped up McDonald's from 46 to 48. So uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I've, like I've done all, my... all your listeners should get behind this and support McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You need to support this. Get it up to 90. Let's get it to 90. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. get McDonald's to be the highest rated urban spoon oh, ever. Uh, yeah. That in particular one. In the history one. of urban spoon. <laughs> yeah. Don't vote for Limo in the Logies. Yeah. Get onto urban spoon <laughs> and put your votes in oh, McDonald's. Are you nominated for the Logies this year, Lawrence, in, in your well, offspring? Yeah. I no, know. you don't know? I don't know. I don't think I saw you because I went on to vote today. I actually voted in the Logies for the first time ever. So I was trying to vote for everyone I knew, but I don't think I saw you. I was a very minor character on sure. that show. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. All right, guys, that is just about all the time we have for the Little Dum Dum Club this week. Uh, Greg and Lawrence, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks, I feel like having Maccas now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. feel like me every day. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> Uh, we can do plugs for things coming up or we can just do let's do a plug for something we have coming up and also a plug for a restaurant for no one to go to <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Maximum Choppage has yep. just started yep. last night it'll be the first episode will be on iView right now yep and then Tuesdays Tuesday nights ABC 2 at 9pm awesome and oh so ABC 2 so you get to be in the same uh, yeah, gallery as yeah, Greg yeah. yep in awesome. the Archibalds with my my things hanging out <laughs> there's the piss break in your show <laughs> <laughs> Probably be the bit that goes previously on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, piss break right at the start. <laughs> right at the, the start. Beginning. Well, that's, that's logical, actually. That's adventurous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and comedy festivals coming up. You got live show. Yeah, live show. Melbourne Comedy Festival called the Escapist at Trades Hall. Great. And that's yeah. like same same dates as everyone else has got during the comedy festival, which is like March twenty sixth to April yeah. nineteen. Comedyfestival.com.au, dot All that stuff is on sale now. Yep. And be careful eating dumplings out there in the CBD. Yes, Ooh. somewhere. I like to narrow it down. Oh, I don't know. Because you're the nicest one out of all of us here. I like that you've just gone dumplings in general. So you don't want to tie it down to a certain venue. <laughs> but they should really speak up. Yeah. <laughs> so Greg, you're you're doing a solo show at the comedy yeah, festival. Yeah, my first ever solo show is going to be um, this year's called. Experience the difference. It's going to be in the Gin Palace Melbourne Comedy Festival, and you're in Brisbane as well. Uh, doing it in Brisbane as well. Yeah, doing it for a week in Brisbane at the third to the eighth of March. Um, and you're doing Fancy Boy, which I look. It was very convenient. It was straight after my show last year, but I think yeah. I watched it 18 times or something yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah. like that. So yeah. um, I can recommend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty good show. We're doing the Fancy Boy show at the Vic Hotel Melbourne. Um, it's just Friday, Saturday nights, 11 p.m. And the, the, actually, the tickets are already selling. Pretty like pretty well, so yeah. I right. saw you test a bunch of new stuff for it last night, and mm. very funny. Yeah, cool. and I have an idea for something that I want to do in it. Yeah, that you, you told me your idea, me and to I, do, which is I'm well horrendous. <laughs> which is showing your true self to his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, our Brisbane live podcast is this Sunday. This is our last plug for this Brisbane. Is it. This is it, March the first at the Sit Down Comedy Club, three pm. Uh, a lot of tickets sold so far, but still a bit of room. So get on that. Brisbane, we love you. you you're, you're selling very well. So please, yeah, tip that over the edge. Let's get a nice full. House. Yeah, and then I'm also in Brisbane from the 3rd till the 8th of March doing my new show Cutie Pie at the Brisbane Powerhouse. And uh, look, guys, you know, there's a lot of transparency here. I've seen the numbers for how the podcast is selling. I've also seen the numbers for how my solo show is selling. <laughs> and some of you think you can get away having Daslow in your city for a week, coming to the podcast, the thing that you like, 
and not seeing me do my solo show. Well, let me also tell you this. I've got names and I've got email addresses for both of those events and I'm going to be cross-referencing them. Anyone who thinks that they're getting away without buying a ticket to the solo show is getting a sternly worded email. So, yeah, get on that. TommyDasselow.com for my show. Adelaide, March the 15th. Speaking of people Spe- not buying tickets. Oh, speaking of stern <laughs> words, Adelaide. I can, we're starting to see why people avoid you, Adelaide. Yeah. Get on to it. We had such a fun time last year when we came, but uh, you're letting yourself down a little bit. And let's say this, the lineup is looking top-notch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we're in, we're in Adelaide at a time where there's a lot of great names there. It's going to be heaps of fun, so don't fuck it up, Adelaide. Yeah. And then uh, Melbourne. And then March. I'm doing my solo show straight after that. Yes. Or 8.30 that night. How's that selling? Yeah, look. When, when, we, when we told when we told when we talked about bad numbers for the Adelaide podcast, we, we didn't get to bad bad numbers. <laughs> uh, okay, and then Melbourne uh, every Sunday during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, still a very limited number of season passes available. Yep. The drunk cast on the final night, both of our solo shows, and Melbourne's selling great. So please just keep coming along and uh, pack it out. It's going to be you know what it's like in Melbourne. We've got the access to all the, the great people of uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. So. Yep. Keep coming along. Uh, and then our solo shows. So, Carl Chandler, world's greatest and best comedian every night at the Comedy Festival. And me, Cutie Pie, 7pm at the Imperial. Uh, all that stuff, littledumdumclub.com. Guys, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.